0: Hi, this is audio producer Scott Moore. This show contains disturbing content that many might find triggering. Please find full content warnings on our website.
1: Welcome, my darling, to episode two of the Blood Crow Stories. Today, I am showing the young blood crows just how to begin their work. You know, small actions here and there build the tension in you, so... That your nightmares are more succulent. It truly is a lost art. <laughs> In my day we survived off of one to two harvests a week because we were that good at our job. And then over time these crows became lazy, inefficient. But we shall train this new generation correctly. Shan't we, dear subject? And we do have a reputation to uphold.
2: Disaster struck the fame Eidolon Studios this week. Rising star Gary Connor met an untimely end on the set of An Untimely Love. Reports indicate that the actor, best known as the heartthrob lead of Daydreams in Springtime, stayed late to rehearse a monologue scene on a tall balcony. Without a proper crew on hand to ensure the actor's safety, Connor took a tumble off the set, whereupon he sustained fatal injuries. The disaster leaves the project on shaky ground. While some films have survived injuries or even fatalities during production, They rarely involve lead actors. Our sources tell us that Gary Conner's role in the film is substantial. Eidolon can choose to recast him at great expense, or cut the unfilmed scenes which could confuse moviegoers. Moving forward as normal, however, is not an option. Like many studios, Eidolon is struggling to make ends meet in the wake of the dismantling of the studio system. With television viewership on the rise, Eidolon may have to cut its losses, or risk meeting the same fate as its star act...
3: How the hell are they getting this stuff so quickly? Who's out there talking to Ullman's people?
4: I have no idea, but we'll figure out who it is.
3: Good. The last thing we need is an on-edge crew talking to the press. So what do we do now? You heard the news, Richard. They say we have to cancel the project, cut our losses, and move on. You want to make a lie out of the one and only James Ullman? Well, no. I just thought that... I hope you were thinking about your movie. My movie?
4: For God's sake, Richard... We have a gap in our release schedule, and we need to fill it fast. Yesterday,
3: you told me you'd be ready to shoot in a month. We need to move. Donovan's right. We can still salvage this if we move fast. Repurpose a few sets, extend the crew's contract a bit. We just need you ready next week, Richard. I, uh...
0: Yes, I can be ready. Like I said, I'd like to run the script past our writers so they can clean it up a bit. I'll talk to Darla. She didn't seem to be enjoying this role much anyway, so I can probably talk her into taking on this project instead. I have a few other actors in
3: mind, too. Reach out to them immediately. We don't have time to miss any opportunities. I think you're onto something with this science fiction idea, but we need to move fast. This may be a blessing in disguise. Sir? Oh, uh, of course. uh, Gary's tragic passing isn't a blessing. God rest his soul. Of course... Our crew will miss him terribly. I know he was well-loved around here. Yeah, sure. I was just thinking we should do something
0: for the crew. I mean, they're likely to be on edge after all this. Death, talking to the cops. Some of them were just working with Gary yesterday. So maybe
3: we could cater a meal for them or something. Get your actors lined up first. Then you can cater whatever you want. Unfortunately, the real world doesn't stop turning for a funeral. Right. I'll go do that now. I hope you know what you're doing. And I hope you'll calm down, Donovan. You'll stress that heart of yours.
5: Can I get another, Hannah?
4: Can you afford another?
5: No, not really. They haven't called us in all day. I was hoping for some overtime this week, but... Gary had to go and make it all about him again. Jacob. Sorry. I know.
4: Hello, Hannah. Oh, come in, dear. Thank you for coming down here again today. Of course. You said there was an emergency. Well, of course there is. These young people need drinks.
6: That's the emergency?
4: Yes, dear. There was an accident at the studio last night. Most of my regulars have been here all day. I could use a hand tending to them.
6: Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Of course, I'd be happy to help. Why, that's
4: wonderful of you. If you don't mind, you can start seeing if May needs another.
6: Excuse me. May, right? You need a drink?
7: Thanks, but it's been a hell of a day and I'm not in the mood to be hit on. You're cute, though. Maybe try again tomorrow?
6: I... No, but I'm a... I... I work here. I guess. Hannah just brought me in to help out. I wanted to see if you needed another. You work here? Hannah, did you have another kid? We'll see. Why do people keep asking that?
7: It's what she calls members here. We're her kids. Maybe because she never had any of her own, I don't know. It's sweet, though. She treats us well, and she's very protective.
6: That's so sweet. So, do you also work
7: down at the studio? I do. Nothing fancy. I help manage the audio equipment. Sometimes I hold the boom mic. I could do more, but... Well, I don't think they're ready to let someone like me have much more responsibility. I'm just hoping I get the chance to sing on camera sometime. Oh! Oh! you sing any chance i get i love to act but singing's what i'm best at so hannah tells me i want to be a star like rhonda fleming or doris day i want to do it all and you will thank you hannah she's sweet but i don't think she gets the business all kinds of people come here but the men who run the movies I think they only want one kind of woman in their pictures.
6: Well, at least we've got a safe place here with Hannah. It's awful they won't give you a chance when just your speaking voice sounds lovely. I don't think I'm here for the same reason you are, though. I just met Hannah in my neighborhood, and she just needed some help running errands. And today, she needed help serving drinks. But I have a very safe place at home with my husband. I feel a little strange intruding on someone else's space. But I want to be as helpful as I can. Your husband? I don't under...
7: Wait. Samantha. Do you mind if I ask you a kind of a personal question?
6: I suppose so. When you met Hannah, were you crying? I was, yes. Yes. How did you know? Ah,
7: that makes more sense. Listen, Hannah has been around the block a few times, and if she's good at one thing, aside from making a mean cocktail, it's knowing what people need. You can trust her. And you should listen to her.
6: I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Is there anything I can get for you?
7: For now, another drink. Then maybe later, a dance.
6: I, uh... Yes, yes, I I can get you those. That. That would be lovely. By the by, have you met anyone else here? Just Hannah, and I think his name is Jacob so far. Jacob? That surly fool is no good for a first impression.
7: Let me introduce you to a few people. But you're a drink. Remy, what are you doing, love? Plotting. I thought you had the day off. Whatever are you plotting? Remy is my partner. She's dreadfully dedicated to her work.
1: No, 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 May. It's not really a day off. We just weren't called in. It's not the same. Jacob and I are trying to figure out what happened to Gary so we can find out when we get paid again. What do you mean? I thought the news said he fell.
5: We weren't shooting the balcony scene. What? Ullman said that Gary was practicing a monologue on a balcony. He has one in the picture. Lord knows Gary won't, wouldn't sign on to a picture without at least three monologues. But we shot that scene last week. We were on the breakup scene when Donovan kicked us all out.
1: I was still there trying to track down Wella, so I was the last one out. Except Gary, of course, so Donovan had asked him to stay back. And I don't buy that he stuck around to rehearse, especially for a scene that we already freaking shot.
7: Maybe Oldman got it wrong.
5: Well, he was found near the balcony set piece. Ullman was right about that. Which is an uncanny coincidence if his source is bad. So... I'm at a loss. It doesn't add up.
7: Wait, who's Ullman's
1: source? I thought we all agreed not to talk to him about work stuff. Yeah, we did. And I know what you're thinking. I was the one that found him dead. Maybe it was Remy. (laughs) Hell no, I didn't talk to Ullman's. Donovan called everyone back to set to talk to the police so it could have been anyone on the crew or someone with the police or freaking Richard Fall, I know, who knows? Richard? Yeah, he's this, uh, this wannabe big shot down at the studio. I mean, nice guy and all, but not not the kind Hannah would invite down here. You know what I mean. I mean, I don't know if I'd beg him as a woman's source, really, but I don't figure him for a killer, either. Whoa, a killer now?
7: Remy,
5: I told you to let that go.
7: You guys think it wasn't an accident?
5: No. Remy has a theory that it wasn't an accident.
1: No, it's not a theory. I just think that it's a possibility. But
5: there's no way that it was intentional, because that would mean a lot of people here, a lot of people with bills to pay, have to worry about the safety of their work environment.
1: Okay, yeah, I get that. Even
5: more than they already do.
1: You didn't see his body, Jacob. (laughs) I... I'm sorry. I just, there was just so much blood. Okay, there was more than there should be. I, Cause if he just fell, no, and I'm no, I'm no corn or nothing. But it honestly looked like they were gashes. I, I, it didn't look like an accident. It looked like he was attacked. Oh,
7: sweetheart.
5: I'm sorry, Remy. Listen. I believe you. I just...
1: I, I know. I I know, Jacob. I, you got a job to do. We all do. But you can't... You can't make me feel safe on that set. You just can't. I, I'll go back. I'll do my job. But do not tell me that everything's all right. I know that it's not.
4: Hey, everybody. Hey, Hannah. I got you all another round. This one's on the house, all right?
7: Thank you, Hannah.
0: <sighs> well, how much would it cost to buy out her contract? Now, I assure you, that cost doesn't compare to losing an entire production. Look, tell her agent we'll get her the money. We don't have time to haggle, just get it done.
3: Knock, knock. Mr. Montgomery. Sir, I was just... Uh, Drop the sir, Davis. I ain't your father. Now, how's the cast looking? Do we have everyone lined up? Almost. Darla's agent is holding out for more
0: money. Surprise. I think they're annoyed that we're canceling this project and using that against us.
3: Well, their attitude will change when they see what we have in store now, won't they?
0: Well, about that, sir. I mentioned before I'd like to have the staff writers take a
3: take a look at... Do you stand by your ideas, Richard? I beg your pardon. I, no, don't beg, it's unseemly. I said, do you stand by your ideas? Because if not, I need to take you off this project right now. now. You came into my office yesterday with conviction, ready to argue down the president of your company because you believed in the story you wanted to tell. That's the man I need running this ship now. Now, is that who I have working on this film? Yes, sir. I believe it is. Good, good. Then I'll give you something better than a stuffy writer's room. I'm hosting a meeting tonight of a group of people at the company. I'd like you to attend. This is a work function? Strictly speaking, I suppose not. It's just a gathering of friends and like-minded people. But in this industry, friends and co-workers are usually one and the same. I'm not sure if, if I have the time for
0: anything other than work right now, sir.
3: I appreciate your dedication, Richard, but I am your boss. I get to decide your priorities. And I'm telling you, it's all right to take the evening off to come to a meeting with me. Well, all right then. I'll be there. You'll be here. Conference Hall C, 7 o'clock.
0: Right. Well, I have some more calls to make, but I'll be sure to attend.
6: So, now, hold on. Explain it to me one more time. Honey, there's not much to explain. Remy and I live together. But you're not steady.
7: Oh, we are. If steady means I can rely on her and she can rely on me and we build a life together. So,
6: forgive me. Shouldn't that mean you don't see other people? Let me ask you
7: something Do you love your mother? I do. And do you love your father? Of course. So why should loving one interfere with the other? Do you only have so much love to share with your family? Did loving your husband make you love your family less? I guess that makes sense. I usually make a lot of sense. Now, could you be a doll and get me another round? It seems I'm going to be here a while.
6: Oh, right. Of course. One more old-fashioned. Oh, May's not done yet?
4: That poor girl.
6: Yeah, she's fascinating.
4: <laughs> oh? Well, I'm
6: sure she is. I just... I mean... I've never met someone like her before. A woman who's... Into other women? Yes. I mean, no. I've met women like that, but... Also, I've never met someone who's so... Open... You know, with their girlfriend.
4: Do you think that's a problem? A problem? Yes. Do you think the way she lives her life is a problem? That she's
6: living in sin or something? No, I don't actually think so. I mean, I was raised to think so, but she's so sweet and kind. And her and Remy seem so in love. I'm sure my pastor wouldn't approve, but, well, he's a bit of an ass. (laughs) <laughs> my word. I'm so sorry. Is that terrible to say?
4: Well, only if he really isn't an ass. But if he is, say so. Too many men go their whole lives without being told they're an ass. Whew.
6: Thank you, Hannah. You've made me feel so welcome here. I feel like I can be myself without being judged here.
4: Now I'll let you in on a secret. That's why most of my kids are here. Outside these walls they are all judged for who they love, how they live, or even who they are. Sometimes that judgment comes with ugly stares. Other times, it comes with punishment. Now, I won't have either inside my house. It doesn't come naturally to anyone living without judgment. It's a thing you grow, like a a plant in your home. You have to make space for it, feed it, give it room to thrive, and... Most importantly, you root out the weeds.
6: Is that why you're so strict about who you let in here?
4: It is. I won't let any harm come to my kids.
6: Wait... Was that a test? I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Asking me if it's a problem who May loves. You wanted to know if I'm a weed. Well, I told you before. I only let the special ones in here. Do you think I'm one of the special
4: ones? I think that's up to you to decide. Now, could you run these drinks over to table four?
6: Sure.
5: I'm telling you, there's nothing that going down to the studio will tell us that we won't find out in the morning.
1: if they even do call us in tomorrow.
6: Hello, everyone. Drinks are here. Thank you, doll. And are you two still arguing? No, we are arguing again.
5: Your woman wants to storm the studio, guns blazing, and demand to know what happened to Gary. And I'm trying to talk some damn sense into her.
7: Jacob, I want to be very clear about two things. First... Remy is her own woman. She doesn't belong to me or anyone else. And secondly, while you may be a damn fine specimen of a man, it doesn't make you any more rational than the rest of us. Listen!
5: That's fair. I'm sorry, Remy. I get why you want to go down there, I do. But... We have a meeting tonight. If we wait, we'll almost certainly know.
1: No, you and I will know. What about everyone else? I haven't seen Darla all day. May can't come tonight. No one's even heard from Wella. And what the hell else? He could have been fired, for all we know. Davis may be down there, but if he's not, then... I'm sorry. Davis?
6: Yeah, Richard Davis. Oh. He's... Yes, he's down there. Come again? Honey, how do you know Richard? He's my husband. What... Fucking what? Whoa,
5: he's my boss.
6: Yeah, yeah, mine too. And hey, Hannah, can I borrow you for a sec? I'm so sorry. Is something wrong? Sweetie, don't worry. It's okay. It might not be okay.
5: Remy.
1: Yeah, what? Hey, what do you need? Hannah, did you know about this? Did I
4: know what?
5: Samantha's husband works at the studio. Richard. He's our
4: boss. As a matter of fact, I didn't. Samantha, did you know your husband was
6: the boss of these fine folks? I know he works at a studio, Eidolon. I didn't know you all worked there as well.
4: Look at me. Here we go. What is it? Listen close, dear. I love these kids with all my heart, and everything that's said and done in these walls stays in these walls. I understand that. Well, I'm sure you think so, but I want to be very sure you do. I'll be blunt. If I'd known who your husband was, I would likely have not invited you here. It's nothing against you, but I can't risk my kids feeling unsafe. If they think you're going to run to your husband and share what you've heard in here, they might not feel comfortable opening up to one another. And they have so precious few people to open up to as it is.
6: Are you asking me to keep secrets from my husband?
4: You're damn right I am. At least where it concerns business, it's not your own.
6: What kind of business?
4: Why, who comes in, what they talk about, who they complain about. Anything, really. Everyone here agrees to be discreet. And if you tell your husband you're working with me or at the bar or whatever, that's fine. But you talk about anything that goes on inside, then you're not welcome here. Is it... is... is
6: it all right if I think about it first?
4: Now that's up to them. If everyone here is comfortable talking with you, then you can stay for the night. Now go home and think it over, but if you tell your husband his employees come here, if you can't accept my terms, then... I don't want you
6: to come back. It's nothing against you personally, but I protect my own. I promise I won't tell him what I've seen so far. I need to think over whether or not I come back, but I won't violate your trust. You might not come back? I want to. I'm still not sure I belong here, and I don't want to make you feel unsafe. It's a big decision. I don't want to make it lightly. I understand. Just
7: don't go breaking our hearts.
5: Oh, damn. That's a good line.
7: It's all yours, sweetheart.
5: Great. A friend of mine might be able to use it. But for now, we've got to be somewhere. Anyone here attending the Continuance meeting tonight? It's time to go! I'll be right behind
0: you. <laughs> Will you tell Barry that if he can't be here tomorrow, he shouldn't come at all? There are plenty of other actors chomping at the bit to take Gary Connor's place in this on production.
5: Hey, Mr. Davis?
0: Oh. Hi, Jacob. Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. God damn it, Barry's agent is giving me the runaround. Darla's demanding more money, which is going to cut into our production budget. And my screenplay is barely complete. I need a round of edits. I need to go through the set pieces and figure out what the hell we can use. And apparently I'm the only one here that's going to organize a fucking service for Gary. So I've got that on my plate, too. And all of this, all of this has to be done by next week. Assuming the crew doesn't try to strike before then, and I don't blame them if they do. So, no, Jacob. I am not fucking ready. I?
5: Just meant, are you ready for the meeting? Mr. Montgomery sent me to get you.
0: Shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can stop here. And Jacob, I'm sorry. This, um, this week has just been crazy. I agree. If
5: if it helps, the crew is antsy, but I've managed to keep them from marching down here. They won't be happy if they get too many days off without getting paid, but if things are ready by next week, then I think I can at least keep their spirits up.
0: Thank you, Jacob. You're a good kid. Just playing my part.
5: So, you want to go?
0: Yeah, let's get going.
3: Richard, you made it. About damn time, too. We're just about to get started. You should thank Jacob. I'd still be making phone calls if he didn't come get me. Oh, yes. Well, anyway, uh, take a seat wherever you'd like. Welcome, welcome, my loving family. How has everyone been this week? Well, that's good to hear. Now, if you look around, you might notice a few new faces. So be on your best behavior, yeah? (laughs) Of course, we're all always on our best behavior. Because you want to live your best life, isn't that right? Yes! Your longest life! Yes! Your most meaningful life! Yes! That's what I like to hear. Because we have a special reason to meet tonight. Now, as most of you know by now, there's been a terrible tragedy in our family today. Our brother, Gary Connor died in a horrible accident last night. His body was found on the Eidolon set this morning. I'm sure I speak for all of us when I say that he will be sorely missed. Miss you already, Gary. But we know that he lives on. In his films and in our hearts and in the impact he had on the world, he lives on. Does he not? Yeah. 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 We know better than most out there that nothing in this world is temporary. Nothing is ever really gone so long as something, so long as someone is out there to remember it.
0: Yeah. I uh, didn't
3: realize Montgomery was inviting me to church. He invited you? Now today I have a special guest to share with y'all. You see, he came to me this week and he, he inspired me with his conviction and his vision And it couldn't have come at a better time. A time when not just I, but we need what he has to say. Wait. Now, Richard, I'm going to have to embarrass you, my friend. Uh, You'll forgive me. Come on up here. Uh, yes, sir. Now, no sir here, boy. We're all family. Now, you might be a new member, but you'll get the same treatment as anyone else. Now, family, let me tell you what happened this week. I came into a pitch meeting with Richard, expecting another bland story. Most of them are, aren't they? Especially from a jawhead like this one here, eh?
0: <laughs> Actually, sir, I served in the army.
3: I was in the My logistic. expectations were low. Maybe a drama. Perhaps another war movie. Write what you know, that's what they say. But Richard here... He tells me that he thinks Eidolon Studios, the famed and prestigious institution that we are, should produce a science fiction picture. (laughs) And not just a science fiction picture. It should be a monster movie. (laughs) I was damn near ready to fire the man on the spot. If I was so damn grateful for his service, but then... Well, Richard, why don't you tell them what you told me? You mean about the war? No, no, after that.
0: I I said that sci-fi movies can help people understand the world we're in. To help them not fear our progress. To help them not fear death.
3: Not fear death. That's what he told me. Richard here doesn't fear death. Do you, Richard? I don't. Of course you don't. You fought... And bled for us in the war. And now you continue to fight. Not to kill our enemies, but to save our very souls. I'm inspired by you, Richard. Thank you, sir. Now you can take your seat now. Yes, I'm inspired by Richard here. And I think the rest of you will be as well. As you all know, well, not you yet, Richard, but you will. But as the rest of you know, the reason we gather here isn't just to congregate and eat together. We are here to build something. Something that lasts long after we're dead. But we're not the only ones who crave that. Every new person we bring into our fold, every new family member, they all crave it too. And so do the others out there. They all want what we have, but they live in fear Of dying, of living meaningless lives, of walking through every hour of every day of their lives not knowing what the point of it all was. And at the end, fading like a mist into the ether. They never truly form into anything. And so when they die, they truly die. Jacob, what is all this? But not us! Not those of us in this room. We have purpose. We have meaning. Not because it was given to us from on high, no, no, but because we carve it out for ourselves. We scratch and claw our meaning into the everlasting stone foundation of this world. That's why I started Eidolon. It's why so many of you came to work for me. Because we know that what we do matters, and we can't let Anything get in the way of living lives that last. So let me ask you, do you want to have an impact on your world? Do you want your work to matter? And do you want to live on immortal through the power of your work? Good, then I expect you all here bright and early on Monday. Those of us who work for me anyway. Are there any left who don't? All right, now, family, what do you say we uh, take a quick break and we'll get to know our friends and then we'll get started again in ten.
0: Wow. Yeah. That was... Intense? Yeah.
5: I'd say you get used to it, but you don't. I see him at work all the time, and he's usually busy. Always on the move. But I think this is what really drives him.
0: I have to admit, this isn't what I was expecting.
5: I think everyone thinks that their first time. But I don't know. It's comforting having a place we can feel like we matter, you know? You said it's like church, but a lot of us can't go to church. We wouldn't be accepted, but... Or we live different lives than they want. Mr. Montgomery doesn't run a church, per se. At least not in the sin and hellfire kind of way. But he does want us to live well.
0: So it's like a self-help thing.
5: Yeah, kind of. But there is a spiritual element to it. I know it sounds a little weird, but... So you
0: know when you die, you... Richard! So glad you could make it! Happy to be here. Jacob was just telling me a bit about your organization.
4: Was he? Oh, that was good of him. Jacob, may I borrow you for a moment? I have a favor to ask before we get started
0: next week.
5: Oh. uh, Sure. Yeah.
0: Excuse me, Richard. Of course. I'll go catch up with Remy. What did you tell him?
5: Nothing. What did you tell him? Nothing, I swear. I was just saying that
4: this is a nice place to get together. that had better be all. You know the rules. There are certain things that outsiders aren't ready to hear. And you do not have the authority to divulge anything to commons.
5: Yes, sir. I understand, sir.
4: I want you to report for reassessment tomorrow. But, Mr. Donovan, I swear, I didn't tell him anything. Then we'll find out tomorrow. Go on, catch up with your friends. But,
3: go.
8: L- Listen, Jimmy. You you know I like you, and and I'm happy to help you with whatever story I can. But th- there's just no story here. Nah, he it- took a bad fall, just just like you said on the news. No, that's it. There was nothing suspicious about it. What what do you want me to tell you, Jimmy? That the guy had gashes all down his chest, entrails pouring out, like he'd been mauled by a bear? Because, you know, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, well, next time I get an animal attack on a studio set, you'll be the first to know. Bye, Jimmy. Uh, Well, you've been a bitch to put back together, Gary. But you're lucky. If someone wasn't looking out for you, I'd be half-tempted to let Olman tell the whole world that your handsome mug ain't so handsome no more. If only to get him to stop calling me, you know. But uh, you guys can't have that, now can you? Tell them it's fine. I didn't tell Olman anything. But listen, I'm not a miracle worker. You might have to reconsider the closed casket.
1: The Blood Curse Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 4, Eidolon, is written by Eric Ravenscraft. Sound production by Scott Moore. And Foley production by Zachary Vardo and Nikki. Our cast includes... David Benedict, Ellie Collins, Trevor Garner, Laura Hauser, Evan Ivy, Randy Mack, Judson Ragsdale, Eric Ravenscraft, Joe Ravenson, Tyler Sutherland, Emily Thomas, Amanda Van Heil, Daniel Van Heil, and Zach Rivado. The Blood Crow Stories is recorded at ARTC Studio with assistance from Atlanta Radio Theatre Company. You can find their own audio dramas at artc.org. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or the podcast app of your choice. Follow us on Twitter at tbcspodcast, Facebook at Facebook.com/slash The Stories, and Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories. Learn more about our show at www.thebloodcrowstories.com. If you like what we do and want to support our show, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash thebloodcrowstories. Thank you. Now rest, sweet subject.